The Economist published a provocative piece on Mobral in its second edition of 2021, entitled Madison's Nightmare which closed with an enlightening warning by arguing that the age of democratic novelty died on January 6. It is time for an age of democratic sophistication at the core of the text is Alexis de Tocqueville's formula to pull democracy. Do not rely on the Constitution alone for the Herculean task of defending democracy. A country must have a self-reliant and educated population, alongside an elite that recognizes that its first duty is to educate the democracy. Will this suggestion resonate in the corporate world? After the January 6th insurrection, we saw a flurry of analyses that link the mob's actions to the calls President Trump made that day at the Save America rally. We have to question this narrow view and consider the possibility that the capital attack was triggered by events much earlier than the rally. I also think the responsibility falls on to many more people than just Trump. One piece of evidence of wider responsibility is that dozens of Republican Congress members voted against certifying the election, in line with the capital mob's wishes, even after the invasion. Just recently, the Republican Party has declared that the event was a legitimate political discourse predicting that the broader responsibility-seeking movement would occur. Technology and social media companies block the president's accounts, as well as many of the amplifying voices, on an app that was becoming a haven for extremists. Companies like Marriott, AIRBNG, and Dow Chemical announced they would suspend donations to the members of Congress who voted against the American election certification. Citibank, Goldman Sachs, and JPMORGAN, among others, announced that they were suspending all donations while reassessing internal financing policies. All of these actions show a legitimate and welcome concern. However, these measures ought not to erase the debate regarding past behaviors. One of the biggest donors to political movements in the United States, billionaire Charles Koch, reopened discussion of responsibility for past conduct. Along with his brother David, who died in 2019, he helped boost the Tea Party movement and the far right wing of the Republican Party in the United States. He carried out a me culpa in his most recent book, Believe in People. Koch analyzed that sectarianism pushes parties to extremes with destructive policies. He asked, Can America survive as a country if our citizens despise one another? He answered, Boy, did we screw up. It is essential to stress Mr. Koch's admission. No one with a critical sense, especially no executive or entrepreneur who has reached a leadership position, can claim that what we saw on January 6 was a surprise. Trump was elected in 2016, prefacing the election by saying he would not accept the election results if he were not declared the winner. From then on, we saw four years of him creating a parallel reality. The press and other independent institutions were commonly painted as enemies of the people, all while he promoted hatred and division to retain his power. While this was obvious, it did not prevent many companies from making statements supporting the president on several occasions, just as several SOS had no qualms about posing for photos at White House events with Trump. Similarly, many companies used their lobbying superstructures to push agendas championed by Trump in the arenas of the environment and social protection. One can argue that company and business leaders who have supported and financed the movements that help this vision are responsible for creating the toxic environment, at least according to Charles Koch. It is unreasonable to explain that this kind of engagement is being done in opposition to unions, NGOs, and other entities that were advocating a policy agenda more aligned with the ill.